Hey, listening family, this is your absent morning talk show host just dropping by to say hi. Aren't you enjoying the wisdom and wit of my favorite guest host today? Well, like a car, I'm out for a mileage check and a bit of a tune-up. All is well, so please not to worry. I'll be back operating on all cylinders very soon, and you're going to hear my voice here and there in the meantime. Trust me, I've left you in good hands and you won't miss a beat, but I will miss you. Talk to you soon. It's time. We are not called to be nice. Sandy Rios. Welcome, Sandy. Thanks for being here. We are often called to be confrontational. And here with me in D.C. is Fox News contributor Sandy Rios. And you still like me or you you don't like me, James? Are you okay? You're all right. (laughs) I'm a musician. I can't help it. Uh, Longtime Fox News contributor Sandy Rios, thanks very much for being with us. We have, I think it's four to one youth. In America, wants gay marriage. Our kids are the product of public schools. No wonder they poll the way they do. It's time to stand up or we're going to lose everything we have. Director of Governmental Affairs for the American Family Association. Step up, speak up, say something, do something. This isn't a game. This is real life. Cindy Rios is with the American Family Association. A pro-life radio talk show host. Some things are worth fighting for. Good morning, America. I am Jay Christian Adams. I'm in for Sandy this morning. So good to hear you today and be with you this hour. Best wishes for Sandy and her prayers on a speedy and excellent recovery. Can't wait to have Sandy back regularly. But in the meantime, I'm so happy to be here. I'm the president of the Public Interest Legal Foundation. Uh, I am also a Trump-appointed commissioner on the United States Commission on Civil Rights, be there through 2025. And most of all, Sandy's occasional guest host. And it is such a beautiful, bright day in many parts of the country. And over the 4th of July weekend, or Independence Day weekend, I should say, we had stories galore that were good and stories galore that were bad. And in fact, I think one of the most sad and explainable phenomena in the United States is how people simply don't believe, do not believe in evil. Evil has left the building in the United States. And we're going to talk about that this show. I want to hear from you at 1-88-589-8840. That's 1-88-589-8840 to join us in the conversation. But this weekend, we learned once again that evil is with us. The shootings in Highland Park, Illinois. And, oh boy, the usual templates emerge afterwards, don't they? The usual responses we hear about how to solve this in the future are are spouted through all the mainstream organs in the media. Because Robert Crimo, or Cremo, if you haven't seen this guy, get a load of him. Robert Cremo shoots up a 4th of July parade in Highland Park and kills people, and some people think that it can be fixed 
through through government, which is sort of their model for everything, isn't it? Every single human failing can be overcome by a government program. Except the problem is, in this case, there was a government program, and we're going to get into that and how it failed. So Robert Cremo decides to shoot a 4th of July parade. Now, a side note. Take note how these people who are doing these horrible, horrible, evil, wicked deeds and indiscriminately killing like something from 3,000 years ago are targeting things like churches and celebrations of America. Do you ever notice that? It, it's not like it's not like they're uh, just sort of picking neutral sites, are they? In my mind, they're picking places where good flourishes, where happiness and joy prevail. You notice they go after they go after symbols and institutions of good. Ever notice that? Well, old Robert Cremo's in Illinois, the man who shot up Highland Park. And you know what? He jumped through all the hoops that the anti-Second Amendment crowd wants to impose nationwide. Oh, yes. He not only passed one background check, he not only passed two background checks, he not only passed three background checks, Robert Cremo passed four background checks. Four. From 2020 to 2021, said the Illinois State Police. Oh, it gets worse. It gets worse. One of the things that the anti-Second Amendment crowd wants are red flag laws on a federal level, meaning if the federal government thinks that you're some kind of danger, that they could deny you your gun purchase, or even worse, they could come a calling at your front door to collect the guns because you're a mental danger. At least that's what they say, that it will only apply to mental problems. And anybody who's lived in communist Poland, 1930s Germany, or any of the other regimes around the world know where this usually trends. I'm not saying it will. I'm just looking back at history. And so good old Robert Cremo was also the subject, it apparently, of a red flag alert. In September 2019, the Illinois State Police received a clear and present danger report on Robert Cremo. The report was related to threats he made against his family. 2019. Okay. It gets worse. Remember, all these things that the anti-Second Amendment people want to be imposed were imposed in Illinois. Were imposed in Illinois. The report said that when Highland Park officers went to the family's home and asked him if he felt like harming himself, he said no. 
and nothing happened. So here we have a situation where a wacko, evil, wicked person by the name of Robert Cremo was failing background checks, was the subject of a red flag report, and yet evil still found a way. Evil still found a way to manifest itself on Earth at Highland Park at a 4th of July parade. Now, you don't hear any liberals talking about evil, do you? None! 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 Because they have erased the word from their lexicon. Evil doesn't exist to them. You know, I wrote a piece at PJ Media... You can go find this. I, I, the photographs were amazing because they're from my high school yearbook. In my high school in Pennsylvania, and this is not the 50s or the 60s or even the 70s, at my high school in Pennsylvania, kids rode the bus to school with rifles. What changed? Kids rode the bus to school with ammunition. And they went to the high school rifle range in our high school, not out back, not at the remote range that, that the state runs. No, no, no. This was underneath my English classroom, the high school rifle range. At my high school where I went to high school. And the pictures in my high school yearbook, by the way, show kids at school shooting twenty-two rifles at school. What changed? What changed from a generation ago when your humble host, Christian Adams, was in high school and kids were shooting rifles in high school in the rifle club and riding the bus with their ammunition and their rifles? Something changed. I think a lot of you know what it is. But I would pose that question to the people on MSNBC and the, the the crickets on The View with Joy Behar. Boy, I, I was stuck watching that the other day. I was in a dentist office. Boy, those are some venomous ladies. But they don't think about evil. They don't mention evil, unless, of course, they're talking about uh, Christians. <laughs> yeah, that, that shows you where we are in this country. The only time evil comes up in their worldview is when it deals with people who believe in the Constitution. But you don't hear about evil when people shoot up a July 4th parade or a school or a Walmart. They always have other explanations. Oh, he used to dress up in drag, and he was bullied, and so he shot up a place. That's, that's another one. Like, you shouldn't be mean to those people. Or, you know, all other manner of excuses, but they always leave out the real one, don't they? I'm Jay Christian Adams. I want to hear from you at 1-88-589-8840. So old Mr. Robert Simo, he got the gun. Apparently his father was somehow a sponsor of, of the application. I guess maybe because in Illinois, if you're under 21, they, you have to have some extra stuff to get your gun. And don't forget, they also want to, in Washington, D.C., condition the exercise of your Second Amendment rights on being 21 instead of 18. Of course, 
you can go fight and die in Afghanistan and Iraq when you're 18, but heaven forbid you exercise your Second Amendment rights. That's another one of the anti-Second Amendment crowd's agenda. Now, all of you who wanted something cheery and bright this morning, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for bringing this topic up, but this relates directly to the kingdom. And this directs, re- relates directly to wickedness on earth and how it is that the only antidote to what happened in Highland Park is goodness and treating each other like you want to be treated and all the other lessons of the New Testament. I'm just telling you that. That's the only answer to this. There is an answer. And it's not background checks. And it's not red flag laws. And it's not assault weapons bans. All of those things are window dressing to what the real problem really is. And until this country recognizes this, that something has changed from just a number of years ago, I don't even want to say how many years ago when I was in high school, but let's just say, I'll give you some hints. Born in the USA, Prince, Dexie's Midnight Runners, Bon Jovi, okay? It wasn't that long ago. Men Without Hats. How's that one for an obscure reference? The point is that it wasn't that long ago the kids were riding the bus with guns. What changed? Well, I can tell you a couple things that changed. We're going to get to those right after the break, also your phone calls. But to go from guns in school with rifle teams that I experienced as a kid to wacko, evil, wicked wrongdoers shooting people up like's happening in America, something has changed. And I've given you some of my ideas. There's lots more, and I want to hear your ideas. Join us next at 1-888-589-8840. Right after this, you're listening to American Family Radio. I'm Christian Adams, in for Sandy Rios this morning. This is the sound of not just one, not just two, but three heartbeats. Heartbeats that were birthed through the ministry of preborn. The heartbeat of a preborn baby can be heard as early as six weeks on ultrasound. The sound of a heartbeat changes everything. I came seeking termination, but once I got here and I took an ultrasound, I was overjoyed when I found out that I was having three baby boys. The Ministry of Preborn is the largest provider of free heartbeats for moms in crisis in America and the direct competition to Planned Parenthood. By letting a mother see her baby on ultrasound and hear the heartbeat, she'll choose life 80% of the time. And this time, there were three. To find out more, go to preborn.com or dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 and say baby. Your love can save a life. This is Pause to Pray. 
a chance to stop down each day from the daily noise of life and pray for our country's leaders. Today, we pray for Oscar Gonzalez, Assistant Secretary for Administration at the U.S. Department of Agriculture. His office provides leadership in a number of areas, including food, agriculture, and nutrition. Isaiah 119 reminds us of God's blessings of food. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Right now, with this in mind, let's pray together. Almighty God, we ask for guidance for Oscar Gonzalez as he works on behalf of our nation's food supply. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Pause to Pray is a service of this station and the Presidential Prayer Team. This is an important election year in your state and all across the country, and we are joining together to pray the vote. Details at pausetopray.org. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Stern. Stand by for news and commentary next. Liberty University's K-12 Online Academy is the best of a homeschool, private school, and Bible-based education all rolled into one. With LUOA, you can take charge of your child's learning environment and create a structured yet flexible schedule that works for your family. Our qualified teachers are easily accessible for guidance and support along the way. And with new classes starting every Monday, it's never too late to make the switch to LUOA. To learn more, text LUOA to 88741. That's LUOA to 88741. Professional basketball star Brittany Griner is facing up to 10 years in a Russian prison. The WNBA player arrested in February. Police say she had vape cartridges filled with hashish oil. That's a crime in Russia. Miss Griner made national headlines a few years ago when she led an effort to protest our great nation. During the 2020 season, she refused to come out of the locker room until the anthem had been played. That was then, and this is now. Ms. Greiner penning a letter to President Biden over the holiday weekend, begging the country she despises to save her life. She went on to write that she feared she would spend the rest of her life in a Russian prison. Well, it's a valid concern, probably something she should have thought about before breaking the law in Russia. And if, in fact, President Biden is able to secure Ms. Greiner's release, he ought to demand at least one concession, that she stand at attention for the Star-Spangled Banner. I'm Todd Starnes. Don't forget to connect with Sandy Rios in the morning on Getter or email Sandy at Sandy at AFR.net. That's Sandy at AFR.net. Sandy Rios in the morning on American Family Radio. Good morning, America. I'm Jay Christian Adams in for Sandy Rios. Listening to that Todd Starnes commentary, I thought of a travel tip. Do not travel to a totalitarian or authoritarian country with narcotics. Okay, very bad idea. Don't go to Singapore, Russia, China, any of these places packing narcotics in your luggage like this WNBA player did. Very, very bad idea. But we're talking about something far more serious today, and that's the Highland Park July 4th shooting. And the explanation you don't hear about on MSNBC. The four-letter word that you never hear about on ABC News or on The View as to why this happened. Because Mr. Cremo, Robert Cremo, the shooter, the alleged shooter, even though, you know, we can we all know what that means. Even though Mr. Cremo had to go through all the hoops that the anti-Second Amendment people want to impose on the nation to buy a firearm. And we've been talking about what those hoops are, background checks he passed a bunch of times. 
was triggered under red flag laws that they want to have. Oh, there's more. He, he, in Illinois, you have to get a special card, an FOID card to buy a firearm. It's like a way in advance background check kind of thing, like pre-approval. Oh, he had, he had those. Because his dad, I'm sorry, he, he got one himself. Mr. Cremo got one of these special hoops that the anti-Second Amendment people want to impose on the country called an FOID card in Illinois. He got one of those too. In other words, Mr. Cremo got everything that they want to impose as federal law because Illinois already has it. Oh, and he got the gun in Illinois, lest anybody be saying, well, he probably traveled to Wisconsin. No, 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 no. He got the gun in Illinois. So this little utopia, and those of you who have heard me guest host for Sandy before know I talk about utopia because utopia drives almost everything that happens on the progressive left. They think they can make heaven on earth. They think if they pass enough laws and enough regulations and enough really smart people with Harvard government PhDs tell us how to live our lives, we will have a perfect world. Do not lose sight of that. That's what drives most of American politics is that worldview. It's Marxist, it's Wissonian, ultimately it's authoritarian, it's totalitarian. But that's what drives American politics, is utopia by the Democrats on the left. So this guy lived in utopia, Robert Cremo, utopia, Illinois, when it comes to gun laws, and it still happened. They leave out evil, the four-letter word. That's what's missing in the analysis of what happens in Highland Park, at the Pittsburgh Synagogue, at the El Paso Walmart, and on and on and on. It's evil. And it seemed to have started with Columbine, didn't it? Do I got that right? I don't know. Julio, you're in Texas. Good morning. You're on with Christian Adams subbing for Sandy Rios on American Family Radio. Good morning, Julio. Hey, Mr. Adams. Yeah, thank you for taking my phone call, sir. Yeah, I'd like sure to thing. Uh, you know, do Yeah, yeah, for sure. I uh, hope you had a good fourth, by the way. Yeah, America. <laughs> Let's get all these people on the island. See if we can just send them all on the island. We'll just leave them all there. That'll be the perfect for them. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be great over here. Anyways, I'd like to hopefully Robert Francis O'Rourke will hear this and stop interrupting what's going on out here in Texas, man. I'm, I'm tired of listening to this dude, this clown, uh, all these late night talk, talk show hosts and all these barking chickens during the day. It's like, come on, ladies, y'all see this right here? This, this is not how we fix it. We don't fix it by throwing more laws at And I don't understand. Maybe you can, you can uh, enlighten me, Mr. Adams, on how to try to study with these people because you really can't. They just so fit. You know, I, I really don't know what to do. They're setting their stone, setting stone in mind. They don't want to even have that discussion. And I don't know what it is. You know, I know what it is. Devil got a hold of, if you ask me. But, man, I, if I tell them that, they're like, oh, you're crazy, crazy. No, yeah. I'm not, dude. That's literally your problem. And you there is a fantastic video. Everybody should do their homework before I guest host for Sandy again. There's a fantastic video of Justice Scalia. Justice Scalia, when he was alive, doing, an, I think, an interview with The New Yorker. If you duck, duck, go, Scalia, devil, demon, New Yorker interview, and watch this video, it's hilarious because uh, Scalia says to the interviewer, you don't believe in the devil. And the interviewer goes, you do? And Scalia says, yeah, and me and like 85% of the world, uh, and you're the one who's the outlier, Mr. Interviewer. 
And it is a hilarious video because Justice Scalia absolutely toys with the guy. Uh, and, and the guy, the interviewer, the, you know, the, 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 the talking head reporter thinks he's the so smart one. And he's just tangling with a soul that is far wiser and smarter than the interviewer could possibly imagine. And so it's quite, a, uh, it's quite an amazing interview. It, Julio, it reminds me of your comment. Uh, thanks for calling in. I think you're right that, that we discount that. Gary, you're in Ohio. Uh, how are you this morning and what do you have to say? Hey, Gary. Oh, yeah, I uh, was just uh, thanking God that uh, you're on the radio, and I hope people that listen to you know, because I'm 75 years old, and you talk uh, and think just like I do because of God's love. And I want Thank you so very much for being on the radio. Well, I'm not worthy of that comment and uh, a lot of other things, but I thank you, Gary, uh, for that. I'm just trying to tell the truth. And when you see a shooting like this, and like you do all the other ones, and then people like Whoopi Goldberg and Joy Behar and the press secretary at the White House don't use the word evil, it gives me the shivers, right? Like, why aren't you speaking up about what just happened? Why aren't you telling the country like everybody before us would have been in this country, if this had been Harry Truman or Ronald Reagan or Frank Sinatra or Glenn Campbell, I mean, go down the list, the cultural uh, markers, the, the, the giants in the culture of yesteryear would have said this is evil, right? And so what has been yanked out of our body politic? What has been yanked out of our souls? That when this occurs, we dare not speak its name. I do. I wrote a piece about four years ago at PJ Media. In the title, you can find this if you duck, duck, go. It says, it's not the guns, it's the evil. That's the title, the headline of the article I wrote. So this has been obvious to me for years that we have lost the ability, the firewalls against this sort of insidious wickedness. Darren, good morning. You're in Texas. What do you have to say this morning, Darren? Um, well, good morning to you. And, uh, you know, basically, I we look at evil and there's a lot of descriptions in it. The first one we had was, the conversation with Cain and Nate, with, with God and Cain. Sin lies at the door, ready to leave. And it's giving you a description of what sin is. It's like an animal, ready to get in the door, and it's ready to go. And frankly, you go into other things, like you go into the New Testament, it says there's not one that is good, no one. And you, you look at that, and frankly... I think we as Christians have uh, some things to answer for. Well, of I course. Mean, and you're on to something there. And look, you, you talk about uh, no one is good. That's one of the other lines of demarcation, isn't it? That that the, the progressive utopists who think you can have heaven on earth don't think people are broken. They, 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 they sort of, hey, I'm going to say right now, they adopt in many ways the Germanic philosophy that every man is a Superman, potentially and can rise above his state and become perfect. I won't say who else adopted that in Germany, because I'll be on right-wing watch. 
right? They love to they love to put Christian Adams on right wing watch for stuff he says on Sandy Rios's show. But it, it's a well established fact that German philosophers who thought man could rise above all of his nature and become perfect, Ubermensch. That view was adopted by some folks in the mid-early part of the 20th century in Germany. And boy, what did it do to the world. And so another line of demarcation is between those who think that people can be perfect and people are broken. And the people who think people can be perfect like to impose a lot of regulations on us to allow our perfect selves to emerge. The people, on the other hand, who think people are broken, like to structure governments to dilute the effect of broken people. You get that? I know that sounds a little complicated this morning, but that can explain so much of what's happening in this country and in politics. The division between the believers in perfect people and the believers that people are broken. And how you structure a system of government and a culture is dramatically different depending on which of those two first principle beliefs you hold. Now, they'll say, well, we don't say they're perfect, but they can come close. Okay, get it. I get that. But you think, you folks who want a structured utopia, think that if we just have enough gun laws, that evil will be suppressed. And we know the other side of the coin, the people who believe in broken people, that evil finds a way. That it might be a knife. It might be a gulag. It might be poison in Kool-Aid. They always find a way. Sandy, good morning in Texas. You don't want to talk about something... What is it? Uh, well, first of all, like you're saying, the Bible says that the Lord loves a broken and a contrite heart. So, so that's what God is after. But um, I was at a, a music thing one time at church, and the lady was singing about heaven, and I realized uh, this is from the seeker-friendly movement, started in the end of the 1990s and the beginning of 2000s, part of the Marxist takeover of the church. Um, as, as they took the teaching of evil out of the church, because you can't you can't offend the seeking the seeking people. You've got to let them feel comfortable. While they take away the teaching of evil out of the church, they have to take the opposing side out as well to level the playing field. They take the teaching of heaven out of the church as well. So, so if you're sitting in a seeker-friendly church, you need to understand that you feel comfortable sitting in there and nobody's offending you because of your evil and your sin, but you're being robbed of the teaching of heaven. You're not understanding who God is. You're not understanding what heaven is like. You're not understanding your future. You're not understanding eschatology. That is part of the Marxist takeover, the videos that's uh, titled Enemies Within the Church, um, Ken Ham, according to him, 98% of our seminaries are now compromised. Well, the church is the key that needs to stand up and say, evil is in the world because the truth of the Bible is real. There is the devil, there is hell, there is God, and there is heaven. 
Right. And and you said they took uh, evil out of the church. I would say they probably, in many of those places, replaced them with rainbow flags. That's what I see when I drive around D.C., is all the churches flying rainbow flags. I thought that is an interesting selection, uh, you know, just from a priority perspective, right? Forget about the, you know, the underlying issue. Just like, okay, well, maybe, you know, you have a gardening exhibit. I mean, it's like it's unrelated to theology, and yet they fly it uh, at, at many churches. I can name them. Maybe next time I'm on, I will. But I think you have a point, Sandy. But bear in mind, it goes church by church, okay? We can we could spend hours and weeks inventorying the state of decay in each individual church. I know some seminaries that are not 95% compromised, right? And so others, I'm sure, are. I mean, I, I have friends who are in that world, uh, and they will tell you that it is a decision, a decision by the leaders of a particular denomination that we all know, that the best way to attract new adherents with deep pockets is to be basically fly those flags, right? Because you get lots of people with lots of disposable income, and they're making a deliberate effort a deliberate effort to attract those congregants and do all the whitewashing that you reference afterwards. So that that's clearly something that's happening. I'm, I'm Christian Adams. I'm in for Sandy Rios. You're listening to American Family Radio. Want to hear more from you? 1-888-589-8840. Coming back with more of your calls shortly. I'll have a joke for you, by the way. Actually, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. Did you know that cars existed, cars existed in the Bible. Oh, I know all of you are saying, stop it, Christian Adams, you're, you're pulling our leg. No, no, no. Cars existed in the Bible, and they're actually mentioned in two places. And I will have that for you after the break, where cars are mentioned in the Bible twice. Hard to believe, but true. I'm Jay Christian Adams. I'm in for Sandy Rios in the morning on American Family Radio. Get well, Sandy. Sandy's recovering, hopefully on a speedy recovery. We want to hear more of your calls. We're talking about evil and guns in Highland Park and how some people don't want to mention that four-letter word. want to hear from you at 1-888-589-8840. 1-888-589-8840. I'm Jay Christian Adams in for Sandy Rios in the morning on American Family Radio. More after this. This is Frank Effney, host of Secure Freedom Radio. It's your personal daily intelligence briefing about the challenges we face, how they're likely to affect you, and what we can do about them. You can find Secure Freedom Radio here every weeknight at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Tune in to learn from our extraordinary experts what you need to know and will want to share. Join us for Secure Freedom Radio tonight at 11 Eastern, right here on AFR. When you hear this, this is American Family News. You know what follows is the truth. Your news from a Christian perspective. Hundreds of teachers are going to have to walk into that school building and they are forced to swallow political ideology that in many cases violates their very faith and conscience. If you miss it at the top of the hour, American Family News podcasts are available at AFN.net. 
and sign up for our daily news brief at AFN.net. And seeing in the distance a fig tree in leaf, he went to see if he could find anything on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. My name is Abraham Hamilton III, and this is the Hamilton Minute. From a distance, the fig leaves gave Jesus the impression that there was fruit on the tree. Upon closer inspection, the tree was fruitless. Perfect church attendance and ministry activity cannot replace actual Christ-like fruit produced in our lives. From a distance, it can appear as though we're bearing fruit, but what would we find with a closer look? Are we content with fruitful appearance, or do we yearn for the real thing? Listen each weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. Central for The Hamilton Corner with Abraham Hamilton III, public policy analyst for the American Family Association. Telling Bibleists, persecuted believers, no, that's one of the hardest things we do at Bible League. Hey, it's Michael Woolworth, and I want to give you an update on our campaign, Stand With Them. You know, Paul wrote, the persecuted, they may be persecuted, but they're not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. You know, for weeks we've been telling you about Christians who are praying for Bibles in order to endure and persevere. Ahmad is in Malaysia. He's a civil engineer, was beaten. When he came to Christ, he's praying for a Bible. Adesh is in Nepal. He's a tour guide near the Himalayan mountains. He was beaten, but he's praying for a Bible in the Nepalese language. And then Einar is in Zimbabwe. She's a widowed mother of three. Her husband was killed by the Boko Haram regime. She's not praying for an end to her suffering. She's praying for a Bible. We're in the final few days of this effort to send God's word to 16,000 Bibleless persecuted believers. We're short of this goal and we need to wrap up in the coming days. So at $5 a Bible, $100 sends 20. Will you call 800-YES-WORD? 800-YES-WORD. Or give at sendbiblesnow.org. Sendbiblesnow.org. This is Frank Afney with the Secure Freedom Minute. There's a Chinese communist product that is as addictive as its fentanyl, and potentially far more deadly. The CCP's TikTok app has deeply penetrated the youth culture here, and according to, among others, a member of the Federal Communications Commission, it's a threat to the national security. The idea that a platform for sharing silly dance videos could be so dangerous is unimaginable to most of the kids hooked on it. Yet, the Chinese Communist's ability to exploit immense amounts of personal data about its users puts them at risk of manipulation, compromise, or worse. Incredibly, the U.S. military has decided to use the TikTok app to help address its serious recruiting shortfalls. What could possibly go wrong? The Chinese communists would never allow us to operate a comparable app in their country, and we shouldn't let them do it here. This is Frank Gaffney. Sandy Rios in the morning on American Family Radio. Hey there, I'm Jay Christian Adams. I'm in for Sandy Rios. You can follow me on Twitter at electionlawctr, at electionlawctr. President of the Public Interest Legal Foundation, all we do is election integrity. Uh, normally, we will have lots of discussions here when I host for Sandy about elections, but today we're talking about evil. But I thought I would mention uh, a quiz for you, or, and, and that is I, I promised two times Bible mentions uh, cars. Now, you all might be saying that's just absolutely not the case. There were no automobiles back in the Old Testament, the New Testament. Oh, oh no, contraire. Twice. So first, the first mention of cars in the Bible 
is when God drove Adam and Eve out of the garden in a fury, right? Plymouth fury. The second one is all the apostles were in one accord. I don't know if you know those two moments in the Bible, but you have two cars. Unbelievable. Fury and an accord. But we're talking to you about evil this morning and taking your calls. And Tim, you're in Maryland. What do you have to say this morning? Um, evil's the right word. I mean, we've been using their terminology for too long. Um, I don't know of a crazy person in the Bible that killed anybody. Maybe you do. I mean, the demoniac in Mark chapter 5, you know, they, they tried to, you know, lock him up or bind him up, and they couldn't get it done, but he didn't kill anybody. Um, the, the Las Vegas shooter, same thing. They never gave anybody a reason because they don't have one. And I told somebody as soon as I heard what the guy did, I said he he's uh, holding long conversations with the devil. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. But yeah, we've been I using mean, the that, terminology for too long. Yeah, I agree with you. We, we can't use the terminology because, folks, I have a secret for you. Their term, terminology is focus group tested. It's focus group tested. It's Orwellian. It's things like vote suppression. There is no such thing as vote suppression. There's either vote denial, vote dilution, vote intimidation. But when they say vote suppression, they want you to think that, that voter ID laws are like Jim Crow, even though they're not. They're not illegal. They're legal. So I think you're right about terminology. Carlos in Louisiana, good morning. You're on with Christian Adams on American Family Radio. Yeah, thank you, Chris, for uh, taking my call. Um, hey, I want to say something. Um, 1973, me and my brother were sitting back in the back of the ag shop. We had a 44 Magnum rifle, a 30-30 Winchester, a Remington 870 shotgun, and a, and a 20-gauge uh, uh, Winchester with a 44 Magnum pistol there. Nobody thought about anything. Uh doing any kind of evil with it. We probably had 200 rounds in there. Every boy back at the ag shop had the same thing. But what I want to warn everybody about is this slippery slope to hell, backdoor gun confiscation using a psychiatrist to determine your ability to possess a firearm. Now, most Yeah, and these, these are the same psychiatrists. I'm sorry. These are the same psychiatrists who will now tell you it's perfectly normal uh, to take a 10-year-old and turn them from a girl to a boy, okay? Don't forget what's happening to the psychiatric world. They're the ones who, who need to be put into a, a, a treatment, okay? And Carlos, you're also on something else. Nobody thought about doing anything bad. I wrote about my piece about when we had guns in our high school, if you missed the first part of the show, I... At my high school, which wasn't all that long ago, we had kids ride the bus with rifles and ammunition, and they shot their rifles in the school gun range underneath my English class. Right there, and nothing ever happened. And I talked about this in a piece that I wrote about it at PJ Media, that nothing ever happened because it never occurred to anybody. And if anybody got out of line and didn't handle their gun properly, everybody would have come down on them. The coach, 
the teammates, the other students. It would have been appalling. It would have been like going to the bathroom on the school bus, like in open or like in public, like what they do now in San Francisco, I might add. But we had all of these firewalls against bad behavior back then. And when I say back then, this is not Ozzy and Harriet, my three sons, room 222. This is like Cosby Show, Bruce Springsteen, Bon Jovi back then. So what changed? What in America changed that we went from a culture where kids could ride the school bus with rifles when I was in high school? This isn't like, you know, black powder on the cart to the little house on the prairie schoolhouse. This is big yellow buses in a suburb of Pittsburgh. Not long ago, kids took guns to school. What changed? Stan, good morning. You're in Tennessee. What do you have to say on American Family Radio? Uh, good morning. I, I agree with you 100%. Uh, it's about the depravity of man. And if anybody would read the Bible, uh, it talks about the evil, uh, the heart of man is evil and full of wild imaginations. Of course, when you take the Bible out of your society, pull down the Ten Commandments, and in essence, tell God that uh, he's not welcome in your society anymore, then you're reaping and seeing what uh, has happened over the years. And I was appalled at watching Lori Lightfoot at a homosexual event use the F-bomb toward Clarence Thomas and just repeatedly cursing and vileness coming out of her mouth and also watching Maxine Waters, I believe that's her name, on TV saying, H-E-double-L with the Supreme Court, we will defy you. Look at the type of so-called people we have in office, and how did they get there? Yeah. Then it's a, it's a breakdown. It's a breakdown, and you're never going to make man any better. God says, I will take your heart of stone and transform it into a stone, a heart of flesh. And right. until, you know, then that's why, that's why we are where we are. I mean, you know, you're never going to improve on the human nature. We should get worse and worse and worse. Stan, you're onto something. And this is important to understand. One of the chief goals of people like Lori Lightfoot and Maxine Waters is to destroy the structures and cultural institutions of the past, okay? And there's a whole bunch of stuff on that list, from George Washington to Second Amendment to golf. Yes, golf. There's an article at the Washington Post sports page, which is really the sports opinion page, about golf's golf's depraved, immoral uh, past because it was segregated. So these people want to destroy the past and usher in a new world, and they're starting to say so openly. And when they attack Clarence Thomas and they attack the ideas that you hold dear, they're trying to destroy the past because they want to replace it with something. Heaven on earth. Remember, we talked about that earlier. Their version of heaven. 
many, usually it ends up in a version of hell, because that's what history shows. The closest thing to hell on earth, usually in the 20th century, but not confined to the 20th century, all started out as an effort to make heaven on earth. And it turned into hell on earth. Read Gulag Archipelago. Read the horrors of the concentration camps. Read what Genghis Khan would do to, Euro- to European cities. It's, it's as I've told you before, it's thousands and thousands of years of this nonsense. And it wasn't until the New Testament that an alternative model came to bear. But put that aside. Now, evil, I would submit, is behind this. Now, some people might say, oh, there's mental illness. Don't forget about mental illness. I know mental illness. I've seen it up close. Closer than any of you have heard about from me when I guest host for Sandy. I've seen mental illness up close that kills. And one of the things that is always present in that mental illness at some point and in some shape is free will. Free will. That's what separates us from cats, among other things, but it's top of the list. Cats and dogs do not have free will to choose and to contemplate and decide to do evil or good. And even the worst shooters have a spark of free will in them. Almost all of them. And I watched the video of old Robert Simo in Illinois surrendering to the police, and he had plenty of free will. I could see from his movements and his actions that this was not mental illness because he knew what he was doing when he surrendered to the police. He contemplated doing it before he did it. Don't tell me mental illness explains this. I have seen mental illness up close, mental illness that kills, and I can save that for another show. And I know that free will was present. Even in the depths of paranoid schizophrenia, there is still elements of free will. Now, I'm not a psychologist. I I confess. I'm not a psychiatrist. Yes, you're correct. But I have represented in court dozens of mentally ill people. And in almost all of these cases, there was an element of free will. Now, the woman who tried to light the children on fire with gasoline, true story. She got the gas on them and was fumbling with the matches. Maybe in that one, there was no free will. Maybe. Randall, you're in Kansas. Good morning. What do you have to say? Good morning. I just wanted to say thanks for letting me get on the radio with you. And talking about pure evil, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with BTK, Bind, Torture, Kill. Uh, Wichita, Kansas. Dennis, Dennis Rader, correct. Over 30-some years of killing people by hand. Guns don't kill people. We need to put the death penalty back in and swing them high or electrocute them. Yeah, I mean, that's a whole other topic, but I'll tell you one thing. You raise an important point. Dennis Raiders, Wichita, Kansas, uh, abducted and tortured people 
in Wichita for years and was so full of arrogance, he sent he sent the police a flash drive or, or some sort of uh, maybe a CD-ROM, I can't remember which, uh, of all sorts of <clears throat> letters that he wrote to the police, but they were able to track, they were able to get like the metadata from the Word WordPerfect file or the Word, Microsoft Word file, and that's how they figured out who he was. And these people have existed without guns killing for a very long time. And so for us to say that it's the guns, not the people, uh, not the evil, I think misses the point. Uh, Frank in Texas, we just have a few moments. Uh, what do you have to say? I just, I just want to. Oh, thank you. First of all, I want to thank you for giving the opportunity to be on your show. I, I really love your show. I'm a faithful listener of your show in Sandy Rios in the morning. So thank you for the opportunity. Well, thank you, Frank. And I can't wait till Sandy's back. Uh, you know, she's recovering, and uh, she's going to be sending messages to all of you. Uh, even if she's not here, and so please keep her in your prayers. Amen. So I just want to—I just want to paint a picture real fast, and, and, and I want—I want you to imagine just just waking up in the morning, and you go outside one day, and and you drive down the street, and every corner you got to where you knew there was a stop sign, the stop sign was gone. And yeah. then you drive down a little bit more to the main highway, and all the traffic lights have been taken down. Then you have right. these signs torn down. And then you have all the year signs torn down. Right. And I, I totally get what you're saying. <clears throat> when you take away all of the barriers and rules and guideposts, you have chaos. And folks, I think that's what we're seeing. I'm Jay Christian Adams. I'm in for Sandy Rios. It has been an absolute delight to be with you this morning on American Family Radio. Hope to be back again real soon. And until then, please keep Sandy in your prayers and have a wonderful day. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.